Chats from the Blog Cabin. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one one podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. You know the show where I virtually invite people into the Blog Cabin to chat about life. Um, today it's another solo episode and I apologize for this being a late on a Sunday for the Sunday inspiration. Um, Thanksgiving just happened. So it's been a lot of craziness around the, around my house and a lot of, um, unresolved issues and a lot of hurt feelings, um, as well. Once again, this year we were uninvited, we were not invited to have Thanksgiving dinner with my mom because my sister chose to ask my mom for us not to be there. And I, you know, I've talked about this before, so I just want to kind of share about, yeah, I had a little bit of a pity party, totally honest note front. Everything's not always, um, roses and sunshine. Sometimes it's cloudy skies and rain downpours of rain, cats and dogs, literally cats and dogs. If you looked at my Instagram today, uh, frugal bomb, I did a reel about how many animals we have, but honestly, folks, instead of thinking about the people that were around me, I thought about what I was missing out and I missed out on so much more because I was centered on what I was missing out at my mom's instead of focusing on who was, who was there with, with us, with me. Um, so today when I opened up my Bible and opened up my devotional, I'm actually going to read the devotional that I did, um, this morning. It's, it's from Embrace by Lisa Torquist. Lisa Torquist is one of my favorite, favorite all-time Christian authors. I've heard her speak twice now in person. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to get hear her speak again in the future. Um, I know that one year for Christmas, I asked my husband because I found out she was coming to a town like an hour away from us. I asked him for tickets to go hear her speak. And so that was one of my Christmas presents. So I'm always about trying to get experiences as well as some material things like this year I got. I already have my Christmas present because it was something that I just thought was so cool. It would help me let my bedroom be less cluttered. And that's a Betty's from Betty. Um, it's really cool. It's basically a zip up back, but I digress on that. But I'm going to read from Embrace by Lisa Turkhurst. It's actually about um, being thankful for what you have. And being thankful, and sometimes when we look at things and we look outside of things, we notice that people are thankful for other things that we're not thankful for. And it puts our whole situation into a, like, a new perspective because we realize that people some around the world have things differently. And so I'm just going to read it. It's, um, it's Devotion 82 because this is 100 Devotions, but this is 82. And it's called The Treasure of Thrown Away Food. The verse is Philippians 4, 7. Now, let me give you a little backstory. Um, Lisa and her husband, Art, um, adopted two boys um, from uh, Africa, when the, Jackson and Mark, when they were like maybe, I want to say they were elementary school age, maybe a little bit older. I'm not quite sure. And so they fit very well into their family of three biological children and two adopted children, but that you would never know that they were adopted. So that's giving you the background of the story because the story is focused on her sons, Jackson and Mark. So here we go. Um, once again, the verse is Philippians 4, 7. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And here's the devotion. 
A few years ago, my son Jackson wrote a paper about the corruption and greed that caused the Civil War in his native land. But Jackson wasn't just explaining a historical event. He and his brother Mark lived in the midst of the horrific conditions of this war. You see, for the early years of their lives, my son lived in a forgotten orphanage in a third world country of Liberia, Af Africa. During one part of the paper, Jackson described what it felt like to be naked, digging through the trash, looking for the treasure of thrown away food. The treasure of thrown away food. I can hardly type those words without crying. This is my son. And yet, despite the horrific conditions of his childhood, there was an unexplainable thread of peace woven through his recollection of the story. A powerful peace centered in the awareness of God's presence. The truly thankful person is a truly peaceful person. They have made a habit, no matter what, to notice, pause, and choose. Now, I'm going to interject here because how many times do we stop in the hustle and bustle of life? I know COVID made a lot of us stop. But how many times have we stopped to pause, notice things going on around us, and then choose to react differently? I've noticed in the last couple of years for myself that I sit on things a while and I think it through instead of reacting in the moment, especially if I'm angry, if I'm angry, if I'm angry, excuse me, if I'm angry, I sit on it or if I'm upset, I sit on it, I sit on it, think about it, pray on it. And then I come back, maybe not the, the same day, but a couple of days later with a much better, calmer attitude, um, way to get to the, get through the problem instead of reacting in the moment. So let's go back. Noticing something for which to be thankful, no matter their circumstance. Pausing to acknowledge this something as a reminder of God's presence. And choosing to focus on God's presence until his powerful peace is unleashed. Will we be a noticer? A pauser? A chooser? A person of thanksgiving, no matter what circumstances we're facing? I find this truth about the power of thanksgiving over and over in scripture. What was the prayer Daniel prayed right before being thrown in the lion's den and witnessing God's miraculous shedding the lion's mouth? Thanksgiving. After three days in the belly of a fish, what was the cry of Jonah's heart right before he was finally delivered onto dry land? Thanksgiving. How are we instructed to pray in Philippians 4-6 when we feel anxious with Thanksgiving? And what is the outcome of each of these situations where thanksgiving is proclaimed, peace. Powerful, unexplainable, uncontainable peace. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.7 One of Webster's official definitions of thanksgiving is a public acknowledgement of celebration or celebration of divine goodness. I wonder how we might celebrate God's divine goodness today. I wonder what might happen if we decide in the midst of our circumstances today to notice, pause, and choose something for which we can truly be thankful. And folks, that was really something that just kind of hit me. Because instead of, like I said, on Thanksgiving Day, instead of choosing to be thankful that my my daughter, um, my middle daughter, Michaela, was home from college, or home from, not college, she doesn't, she graduated, already graduated, but that she was home um, for the day because we hadn't seen her in a couple months. Um, that we're able to talk to my other daughter, Maddie, who lives in California, that Gracie was there, um, that we had healthy animals that all around, um, that I got to, we also got to talk to our um, son-in-law, Lex, that my husband had the day off of work, and he had the next day off of work, he actually took the next day off of work, 
um, that he got to spend some time with us this weekend that we normally wouldn't do. Like, um, now <laughs> I will say we're very thankful right now that the Lord has blessed us to be able to find a truck. Um, he had been looking for one for a while and I'm going to go back to backtrack a little bit on the story. He had been looking for one for a while and our GMC Acadia was actually kind of just about ready to die. And I'm like, Hey, it's now or never, we need to trade it before it actually dies. So we at least get some trade in value for it. And so last weekend we actually found a truck a little bit over the price range that he said, but this man has always been one that he gives and gives and gives. And he's always looks out for everybody else. Um, and provides for us and works really hard. And I said, you deserve this truck. And so he got the truck. And since we got the truck, I think we've had it two weeks now. And since we got the truck, he has like, you could just see every time he hops in the truck. And it seems so funny because this is a man that said he would not, he doesn't like dogs. He doesn't love our dogs. That he, nothing about the dogs. He wished we didn't have dogs. You know, just, just kind of like, yeah, right. You know, whatever. You know how men are. And he says, um, now whenever we go for a ride in the truck, are the dogs coming? Like, if we go to pick up food, are the dogs going to come with us? Or if we're going to, oh, let's go for a drive, the dog's going to go for us. As a matter of fact, when we were looking for trucks, he says, we need to have an, an extra seat in the back, not just a single cab, but the extra seat in the back, um, so that the dogs are able to ride with us. And then he says, oh, and the room for Gracie, too, which is our youngest daughter. So I just think it's funny that... Now that he has this truck, he every time he drives it, he's going places that oh, going to the store. The dogs want to go for a ride, so it's really funny that way. Um, but yeah, going back to the truck issue, um, he, him taking the weekend off, and we were able to like Friday we were going to go out, and I was looking for a little small Christmas tree to put here in the blog cabin, and um, we were going to cut it down. We couldn't find one, but the dogs went with us. And then yesterday, we actually found a, a Christmas tree farm not too far from us that they go in, they can, you can, um, they cut down the tree for you, and everything else is really cool. And so we took the truck and went to pick up a Christmas tree that way, whereas before, um, and I'll share it on a reel later on, before um, he would take the Honda and have to tie the Christmas tree to the top, roll down the windows, tie the Christmas tree to the top of the Honda, and tie the rope through so he couldn't get through the door. So if you're a Dukas of Hazard fan, you would notice, you would see, you know, how they would come in and just slide in the doors because the doors wouldn't open. So that's how he would do it. So it's really funny that that is, that's this year we were able to go and do that. But just those little small things that normally we wouldn't have been able to do um, with, with him because he would be working so much. So I'm trying to focus more on being in the present. Um, I've switched up the interviews for the podcast. I used to have them Monday, Wednesdays, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays interviews, but now I'm just packing them all on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And I kind of have a time limit where I set things off. So I'm choosing to be present and focusing on that. I'm choosing to be grateful that I have a husband because a lot of people out there don't have husbands or people that support them or, you know, someone that's always been there. We just, like I said, we recently lost my brother-in-law and his daughter is pregnant and, it's just, she will never, the, the little girl that she's going to have will never know that her, how great her grandfather was. And just that there's certain things that are, she's to be present and in time. So I just, I'm so thankful and trying every day to practice gratitude, especially during this holiday season. I know it's hard. I know it's, it's some holidays are triggers for people. It's a trigger for me. 
but I need to focus on one thing. And I, I ask you to focus on one thing. If that one thing is, hey, I got up this morning, or hey, I got a shower, or if you're a new mama and you're in the, you're in the thick of it, hey, your, your baby was fed today. Or, hey, you know, I actually got was able to eat something while the baby slept. Or I was able to take a nap. Or, hey, you know what? My house is a mess, but you know what? At least I got the dishes done. Or I got a lot of laundry done. Or I got grocery shopping done. Something like that. Just anything, any little thing that you can take as a positive for each day. Because I know this year, it's it's trigger. It's It really is triggering. Especially when you lost a loved one as well. So I just pray that you have the peace that comes with all understanding, um, that you give thanks in everything that you do, even though sometimes you don't feel like giving thanks because, hey, folks, I'm right there with you. I don't feel like giving thanks as well. And I'm going to leave you now with the little, um, after each one of these devotions, Lisa puts a little short prayer. So I'm just going to read her prayer and then I will talk to you tomorrow. So here's the prayer. Dear Lord. Will you help me notice things for which I can be thankful in each circumstance I face today? Will you help me remember to pause and acknowledge this as evidence of your presence? And will you help me remember to choose to focus on your presence until, you, until your powerful peace rushes into my heart and helps me see everything more clearly? Thank you for the reality that being thankful changes everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, be blessed, and remember, keep chatting. Chats from the Blog Cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode.